everyone out there in podcast land. This is Trajan and Teus and Ozzy and Teus, and you have reached the Crook and Candle podcast once again. We're at it. Mm-hmm. What is it? What episode is this going to be? Uh, 13, I believe. 13. Man, feels good. Yeah, we're yeah, doing 13, it. 13, yeah. Yeah, we've been putting in uh, the work and being professional about it <laughs> which uh, kind of is gonna we're gonna end up talking about this um how was your week it was good um although the start to my morning is a little rough just because i'm a little hungover so me too yeah so kind of that wasn't the best idea to i got a little too crunk that that last white claw yeah that that's what's <laughs> you should have probably turned it down no, i, yeah, I was I thinking about that i was like you know it's getting easier to not drink because I'm not drinking. Mm-hmm. And then, so for myself, uh, was the end of the week uh, so yeah. yesterday, yeah. Sunday, and we were going to record it in the morning. I, I was just not, my brain wasn't working really good. Yeah, you, I just you, didn't feel, I didn't feel it. Yeah, we, you know? we scheduled it for six, but then. And then like, that went long, my, my work, you know, I tattoo, so my. My tattoo, my first one was late, and so it kind of threw everything off, and I wasn't done until 7, and I hadn't eaten, and I was just like, ah, mm-hmm. just let's do it in the morning. So right. here we are, and then uh, because it was the end of the week, and I've been such a good boy as regards to drinking, I had some drinks, saw some things, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, wake up in the morning, I'm like, God, I feel horrible. I don't yeah. want to, I, I don't want to do that much more um yeah. but yeah. yeah yeah oh but my week's been pretty cool uh myself yeah. because i've been building my oh, new, yeah, my yeah. new rig the new Here, uh, i'm gonna show it yeah the gh5 let's show it off this is uh i mean i've had this camera we got this back when we started our production company but this was it wasn't as rigged out right and uh right now i have a little dummy battery that's coming that will actually connect this battery and power the whole thing, mm-hmm. which is awesome because it's a little, it's a little, it's not as big as the the Black Magic that we're recording on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like a little uh, compact little little rig, and I'm stoked on it. Yeah, no, it's coming together. It looks good. Yeah. So, oh, and something else that's interesting. What's that? Well, last night I got a call from my oldest friend and brother. Uh, I, I, call, I call him my brother because I moved across the street from him when I was four. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dino Samisi. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to give you a little picture so you can. Yeah, yeah. I'll make sure to, to, yeah, I'll make sure to put a picture up. Um, but yeah, Dino Samisi, he was the, what, the front man of uh, Dystopia? Well, I mean. I wouldn't call him a front man because he's behind the drums. Well, yeah, he's but... on the drum set, but he, he's the main guy. Right? Yeah, well, I mean, not really. I mean, I no. I, I would say it was because Mouse, the guitarist, he sang. Uh, he you, was a vocalist as you, well. Would you consider it like an egalitarian kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, everyone was there. Like everyone and was even, even even uh, Todd, the bass player, though he didn't sing and he kind of just, you know, stayed in his spot. Mm-hmm. He had this cool you know, presence, presence about him on stage and just, you know, so every one of those guys, uh, everyone that's been to a show, they, they just love the way they do what they do. Right. But anyways, um, I'm going on a trip 
That's right. Next next week on the tenth. Yeah, yeah. This week. Oh, this week. Thursday. Okay. I bail. Wow. So I'm gonna. I'm only going down to uh, the Bay Area for four days. It's a it's a mini vacation, which I really need. I just need to get out of Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked at the weather, and it's all nice down there. It's like seventy degrees <laughs> and sunny. So I'm looking forward to that. And um, but I was talking to him because he actually called me. He's like, Hey, uh, I got some important questions because I'm gonna be tattooing him for his fifty first birthday right um on the 12th and uh so he's like so are you vaccinated i'm like yeah and he's like oh really oh that's good i'm like i'm boosted too he's like really me too cool okay cool because heather his wife uh she's been going through some medical stuff and is on some medication that kind of makes her a little bit immunocompromised right. So he wanted to make sure I was good, and we had a long conversation about it. But eventually, I kind of mentioned <clears throat> the podcast, mm-hmm. and I was pleasantly surprised when both of them, because they were both, you know, they were on a speakerphone and they were both talking to me at the same time, and uh, they're like, "Oh yeah, we've we've listened to it. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. You know, um, you guys got a great rapport and sounds wonderful and da 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 da." Which was I was stoked. Yeah, I was surprised to hear that they're even listening. To yeah, it. well, because I had, I had texted them about I texted Dino about it, and I was like, yeah, we actually talk about dystopia, and I can't remember which episode it was, but um, I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's about the 30 minute mark, and then I never heard back. Uh, okay, so I was like, yeah, maybe he didn't listen or he thought it was stupid or whatever. So, <laughs> so for him to actually say no, it was it was awesome, man. I was loving it. <laughs> And so that was really cool. That yeah. was a little little cherry on top. Oh, sure. And then, because we've been talking about having guests, and yeah. we are going to be having some uh, other creative people out there. Because I, I want to, I always want to hear the stories behind how someone who's in a, in a creative field got there. Right. You know. And so um, I was talking to Heather, and she was like, "Oh, I know this girl." who's in this band and she's covering, she's doing a podcast about women in art, uh, in music in the Bay area. Mm. And she's like, maybe you could, maybe you could, uh, interview her. And she's like, ow, Dino, stop punching me. No, you could, maybe you could stop. Hey, stop hitting me. And then finally she's like, okay, I think what's happening here is Dino wants to be the first one you interview. <laughs> and so I said, you know, I am going to, I'm planning on bringing down the, the little rig and I was going to film our tattoo session. And uh, I'm like, we could, we could, you know, shoot an interview. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be awesome. And we got to figure out how we're going to do it. What's going to end up probably happening is we'll have, um a podcast where it's kind of just the interview yeah and we'll introduce it and then the the audio will play and if you're watching it on youtube you actually get the video yeah exactly of of him doing an interview yeah while in pain <laughs> because he's gonna be getting tattooed by me but wasn't that one of his hopes for that yeah he's like, like can, he's, can you interview me while i'm in pain yeah yeah he's like can you can you yeah i'll, I'll just be hurting and trying to answer questions and be yeah. and i'm like yeah that'd be cool so i'm really looking forward to that i'm looking forward to the trip yeah. itself but getting him on camera and in an interview would be pretty epic well, I know, it would be cool just for me to hear it too just because it's like because yeah it's like i remember 
when I hung around him and you, you, you and him when uh, I was just a little kid. So, you know, and going to his shows and stuff like that. So, but there, but there was only stuff on the surface I knew. I, I didn't know yeah. much. So to kind of do an interview with him, yeah, um, that that would it, it, I think it would be enlightening and cool yeah. to see. I think you were. Because what would happen is you guys lived in San Jose, California, yeah. and then, you know, I'm divorced, so we would switch off the yeah, kids. split custody. And um, <clears throat> I'd pick you up, and there was a bunch of shows at Gilman Street in Berkeley. If you know what it is, it's this epic uh, punk rock venue, and actually, uh, uh, shit, I'm forgetting his name, Billy something uh, from Green Day. Okay. Uh, bought their whole sound system for that venue. Uh, okay. And uh, but yeah, I would take I would take Ozzy <laughs> and his brother mm-hmm. to dystopia shows, and he got to witness some epic, epic shows. Oh yeah. And then afterward, they got to go to the after party at the compound. Yeah. Yeah. And so that. there'd be just all these musicians and just people partying and drinking and. You guys would be all wired up on Red Bull, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you could stay awake. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll forever cherish the, cherish those uh, those memories. Like just like I still I still remember the 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 big booby Asian lady. Oh, um, and then the the jump t- the big uh, yeah yeah no. leather uh, jumpsuit. Yeah, we were uh, it was hammers and misfortune. Yeah, no, I remember that. And, that, uh, that will never leave my mind because it's like like they were playing. And then and she's she in a just, leather suit, a leather, a leather Le- jumpsuit with with like little kind of horns on, yeah, on, yeah. on the on the shoulders. Yeah, yeah. And she she was attractive. And then all of a sudden during the set, she just unzips all the way down and you can see that she has no bra underneath. And yeah, just her boobs just kind of yeah, came out, came out. She was and, hot. Yeah, she was hot. <laughs> and I mean, but she I was, was hot, but it was actually warm on stage yeah, exactly it was hot so, <laughs> so she had to unzip herself and so I yeah like knowing the context it's like it makes sense but but as a kid like that just blew my mind I'm like what the fuck yeah i remember <laughs> julian looking at me his eyes were all big like dude her boobs are out yeah and then there was there was the other time where i, I don't know what band it was but that we were introduced to them and then they went on stage and like we're gonna this next song is for the two coolest kids in the audience yeah they're they're like the youngest audience members in the crowd right now jordan and julian yeah yeah and i I, I was like whoa that's fucking cool i want to say it i think it might have been hammers of misfortune oh yeah yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that so, makes sense. So when they started it, and you guys were like totally elated, just yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, whoa, they said our names, you know. Yeah. So yeah. So really looking forward to the trip. Looking forward to the interview. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys stay tuned. It's coming up soon. Um, yeah, it'll be a special one. It'll be a special one. It's going to be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that we got all that out of the way, mm-hmm. we were going to be talking about. So you want to be an artist. Right. Yeah. When does a hobby and an interest become a career? Mm-hmm. When should you make the jump? When should you go for it? And what, what are the factors? And uh, you're actually kind of going through yeah. your own, yeah, yeah, yeah. getting out of a regular kind of job mm-hmm. and working towards 
you know, this independence that comes with being an artist right. and, and, and a creative person. Mm-hmm. Um, when do you think it, it really starts or when did it begin for you where you're like, you know, this is really what I want to do? Yeah, I want to say I kind of talked about this on another episode of the podcast earlier on. Um, yeah, I remember. Uh, but but I guess uh, to answer just from my perspective, especially um, kind of having to change my lifestyle a little bit more so that way I can be more dedicated to the craft that I want to do for a living. Um, I think really, cause here's the thing, like, um, when you, if you want to be successful, especially in art or creativity or production like stuff, like, or whether, whether it's video or podcast or YouTube or, um, or just art, you know, just like painting, whatever, music, it, music, yeah, there, there's a point where, cause, cause here's the thing. It's like, if all, a lot of these things start off as a hobby, it, it started as a hobby for me, like, um, doing art that started as a hobby doing YouTube that that was a hobby and it still is in a way, um, you know, even the podcast thing, I, it started as a hobby, but there became a point where because I think when I realized I wanted to make this kind of stuff, what I wanted to do for a living, um, was when like I was working the, cause I, I, cause I, I still work in the food industry just to make ends meet. I don't want to anymore. I'm at this point where I want to eventually get the fuck out of it and, and dedicate myself fully to this. But of course I have to be responsible and I would recommend you guys do that too. Don't just, fucking quit your day job and you know when you have no savings or anything like that for some people that works out but that's not for everybody and that's not a smart thing to do for everybody so don't just just take everything i say with a grain of salt but um but yeah it's like uh the thing that made me kind of real in fact i remember it i remember the exact moment i was like yeah this isn't for me um i went I was working at this uh, job uh, called Waterways Cruises and Events. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that was my first job out here in Seattle when I was uh, when we were still living at the Dollhouse. It was like catering for. Yeah, it was like a well, not not necessarily catering. It was like a, it was like a food. It was it, we were making food to bring it on board. Uh, this boat cru- cruise boats, right? Okay, and, yeah, and yeah. Uh, the that they would travel around in the lake. It, you yeah, Lake Union. Yeah, yeah. Fa- fancy fancy dinners and lunches yeah. on, on a boat. Basically, yeah. basically yeah. that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, so, and I I did a good job. Apparently, they liked me and my ability to you know prep all the food and all that stuff. They thought I did a good job. So I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but there came a point where I kind of had this realization where that's not my path. Mm-hmm. And what it was, um, what happened was um, this one guy, uh, Abdullah, who he really good guy. He he was like he brings his own knives. He has his own you know, own set of knives that he brings into work every day. And pretty, pretty much everyone else did. I didn't do that. I just used the stock knives they had, mm-hmm. and it was like dull. And I had to sharpen them all the time mm-hmm. just to get them to cut things right and stuff like that. And he's like, "Why don't you bring your own knives?" Like, like you just buy yourself a set of knives and, you know, bring it with you. Yeah. You know, that way you'll be able to get nice cuts every time. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. You, and, and you don't have to worry about it. And I'm like, and it just kind of made me think, I'm like, these guys are, I don't feel like I belong here because these guys are way more dedicated yeah. to the craft of cooking 
yeah. than I am because because and here's the thing yeah because like, they made an investment yeah they made an in investment themselves. in themselves to make that their career yeah and it just made me feel like I was an outsider mm. and it was like huh okay I I I, I kind of already knew that wasn't what I wanted to do for a career but that especially like cemented it for me and every time. I would do something for whether it was YouTube or the podcast or whatever. It always feels right for me. Mm -hmm. um, it, it just being creative feels right. That feels like the thing that I meant that the path that I'm meant to go down. And so to get into when does that become a career or when does your hobby become a career for you? And when, when should you dedicate yourself to that? Well, you have to have that realization and you have to be dedicated enough to the crowd. You have to want it. You have to really, really want to be a part of this um, path. And that means you're going to have to make a lot of sacrifices. In fact, I had to come to this realization myself because, uh, in fact, in the last podcast, I mentioned that I have been trying to wake up really early in the morning at the crack of dawn mm -hmm. so I can get stuff done. Kind of kind of been, you know, wishy-washy about that. I'm trying to I, I, I need to do some things to in order to make that more of a regular thing because I do want to wake up early. So yeah. I can get stuff done. Um, but yeah, I've kind of just been falling off of that a little bit just because like I would wake up at six and I go up, take a piss and then oh, I'm going to lay back in bed for a bit and I fall asleep. And kids, that is actually get the getting up early mm -hmm. thing is anyone that's really um, trying to make something happen. They tend to come to the realization that getting up in those wee hours where people are still sleeping Dude, those, in, or, in order to get shit done yeah those hours that's are very, important very valuable yeah actually <laughs> I, I read a little uh, little thing uh from warren buffett okay billionaire mm -hmm. and he was like you don't have to be smarter you just have to be more disciplined yeah exactly it's and, true and, and yeah it is true and and that's the thing it's like um in fact uh i had this kind of epiphany not too long ago um, there's this guy on YouTube, which, by the way, uh, you may actually, the audience, because you're on YouTube, you might know who I'm talking about. Uh, Your Movie Sucks. Mm. Great, great review channel for, like, movies and stuff like that. Really good channel. Um, but, yeah, that that guy's a great example of a guy who's dedicated to what he's doing. And he dedicated himself and made sacrifices to dedicate himself to the craft so that he can make something out of it. And he has. And um, so I've been uh, watching his uh, stream highlights that he does like, or there's this highlight clips channel of his and one video stuck out to me. It was like, I think it was like the title was like, how do you have so much time to do what you do? Like, and, um, during, during the video, like he gets that chat in his, uh, chat and then he reads it off. He's like, how do you have all the time to do music? Your movie sucks and, uh, stream games all day. And, and I'm like, and he's like, um, what do you mean? Like I, I, I schedule things out in such a way that I, cause I don't just do this every day. I don't just, it's just games not winging day. it and yeah. doing whatever he wants. Like he, he so in the, in, yeah, he, he scheduled everything out to be, so he can have a constant stream of content to make. And then he, you know, wakes up from the crack of dawn and from the crack of dawn, he's working. And then till the time, he until he sleeps he's he's working mm -hmm. and he was talking about making sacrifices and that means that there's certain people you may not be able to hang out with because you got things to do you have to do that and when he, he was saying all this i, I kind of just had this realization i'm like you know and this was during this kind of period where i was kind of having this crisis in my head where i'm like 
you know, I'm almost 30, I'm 29, I'm gonna be 30 in August. I, I feel like a failure, I haven't, I haven't achieved success. You know, all that kind of bullshit. And um, so when I heard him say all that, I kind of had to dig deep and really look at myself and go, have I been doing everything I needed to do mm -hmm. in order to get to where I am? And the answer is no, I have not been. And um, so I kind of came to this realization that I have to make these sacrifices and I have to do what I need to do. And um, that was a very valuable moment for me to have. And uh, because, because, <laughs> um, because, because the reality is what separates people who make it doing something they love versus people that don't is, at least in my opinion, is you're either ambitious and dedicated and disciplined and you are constantly working towards that thing or you're half-assing it and you're not going to go anywhere. And you're complaining. And you're complaining about yeah, it. You're, why isn't this working? Well, yeah, and that's the thing. <laughs> if, if you're having to come to that that question like why is it not working what I'm, I'm i love the thing i'm doing really do you are you doing enough work to are you from the crack of dawn working towards your thing until the end of the night or are you just going uh half-assing it and then at the end of the night you go to the fucking bar with your friends yeah. and, and then get wasted yeah that's um my experience was was very similar and i can't remember where the ten thousand hour rule right uh comes from um but it's the idea that to really be prepared for anything that you really want to do you got to put in 10,000 mm -hmm. hours of practice um for me i i always wanted to be an artist but i was told i couldn't so i just did art anyways yeah <clears throat> and i'm sure by the time i was 18 or 19 20 i definitely put in my 10,000 hours, which, which equates to something like four years of work. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with you on that point of whether it's going to stay a hobby mm -hmm. or it's going to really turn into something that's real and tangible as a business. Um, and I mean, <clears throat> uh, let's see back in, it was 2019, uh, that's when we came, I came up with the idea of third gen media mm -hmm. and I stepped to you and I'm like, I, I need someone to edit stuff, mm -hmm. which you had never thought of. You'd always thought of like your editing and everything was just only useful for your YouTube content. Right. You'd never thought outside the box of anything else that you could do it for. Mm -hmm. So I remember it was kind of like a little light bulb came on. Wait a minute. I, I could do that. And, um, <clears throat> so we started that and I wanted to launch this company and I have, I have a career in, in, uh, tattooing and I'd never really ran a, ran a business. So one of the things, cause I'm, I am serious about this, mm -hmm. this business. Um, I actually had to like take some classes on how to run a business, you know? And I think a lot of people that are, are doing things as a, um, as a hobby, they can really love doing the thing. But there's this extra layer, if not multiple layers, uh, that you have to peel away mm -hmm. to make it into something that's an actual a business. Right. And, and and which normally when you talk about sacrifices, you end up doing things that you don't really want to do. It's easier. It's easy to just. Right. 
relax and do it how you want and not have a schedule and and you know you want to let her out yeah we're gonna let the dog out because who let the dogs out I did. so um but yeah she she's whining and carrying on um but yeah i would say that in general when you want to make something uh into a career um that's a creative endeavor um you're gonna have to make those sacrifices and do things that you don't necessarily want to do you know if if it was up for me if it was up to me i would just learn things by osmosis you know i want to learn how to you know i don't know you know do surgery and i just go get a book on surgery and i go to sleep and i put the book under my pillow <laughs> and when i wake up it's all in my brain but that's not that's realistic not, yeah, and that's not, not how, how things work how it works at all you gotta put in the time and the effort and actually this kind of goes into our the other part of what we were going to talk about which was you know maybe the problem you know especially for people who who have a hobby and uh they are saying that they want to make it into something serious and they're quote unquote trying and they're not seeing the results that they think they should be seeing right and the fact of the matter is and I, you came up with this um it's like well perhaps the problem is you yeah exactly and and that's where it comes into a situation where you have to be self-reflective mm -hmm. uh, as to who you are and what you really want. Because I know this as a tattoo artist. You know how many people I have heard over the years say, man, I would love to be a tattoo artist. If not that, someone who's like, I do want to be a tattoo artist. And uh, I've actually, uh, remember B? Yeah, yeah, B, yeah, yeah. B was this girl mm -hmm. that knew my, my youngest son. And she said she wanted to be a tattoo artist. She actually moved from Portland to Seattle to, right. be, to be my apprentice. And then, you know, I had to, I didn't own a shop, I'm working in a shop, but I have so much experience, I went to the owner and I'm like, hey, I got this girl that I'm gonna take on as an apprentice, is that cool with you, you know? And he's like, okay, yeah, no problem. Mm -hmm. So she's coming into the tattoo studio and you know, doing the apprentice thing. And I was like, you're not going to be tattooing anyone probably for six months to a year. I want to, cause, cause the reason is I want to see that you're dedicated right. to this. Yeah. She eventually quit. Yeah. And actually I, when I talked to my son, uh, my youngest son, he was saying, well, you know, she was complaining that you said that you, she couldn't tattoo and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, she has to learn to draw good enough. She has to learn how to, you know, I would yeah. take I would take certain designs that are just line designs. Mm -hmm. And I would say, okay, this is what you do. And I would make a copy of it, but I'd turn down the opacity. Mm -hmm. So the lines are there, but it's very faint. Right. And then I'm like, take this micron pen and perfectly, as perfect as you can do it, mm -hmm. just re-outline it. Right, because it it teaches that it, muscle memory. Yeah, and I got I can I actually speak to that as well because like I've done that too. Cause, yeah, because I was because I was uh, apprenticing under you. Yeah, uh, for a bit. Um, who knows 
what's going to happen with that in the future. But, <laughs> um, but at this point, we got other things to focus on. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, I was doing that for a while, and you were like, "Hey, just learn to do straight or uh, long continuous lines." Yeah. And it's hard. It's it, hard work. It, it is really hard. his. Yeah. And it, that's why that's why I was sitting there telling her, "This is what you have to practice." I actually had a guy I worked with also, who. You know, I'm working with him and I did a portrait and he said, oh, man, can you can you teach me how to do a portrait? I'm like, teach you how to do a portrait. He's like, yeah, can you teach me how to tattoo a portrait? And I said, well, sure. Yeah. And I gave him a piece of paper and I gave him a pencil (laughs) and said, find a, you know, just do, you know, find a picture of a face Mm -hmm. and then do an outline of it. Trace an outline. And then now you got the outline. Now you look at the picture and you shade it according to what you're seeing in the picture. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, no. I mean, can you teach me how to tattoo a portrait? And I'm like, you have to learn how to do a portrait right. on paper first. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, there, there are steps. People are looking do. for shortcuts all the time. No, yeah, that's, and that's what ends up where people are like complaining and, you know, why isn't it where I don't understand? I'm not good enough. And it's like, well, maybe the problem is you. Right, exactly. No, that's the thing. Yeah, there's so many people that like they think there are shortcuts to getting to the top of the thing or getting to be successful at the thing that they want to do. And, and it just goes to show how how, just the, the problem that I I've seen a lot. In fact, I, I've dealt with this myself. You have uh, when you're starting out doing a thing, you kind of have this fantastical view of something. You have a very here you go. Um, you end up having this very fantastical view of things. So you think you know what the fuck you think you know what's going on. You think you know how things are supposed to be done, but the reality is it's not like that. For example, uh, YouTube, YouTube is a great example um, because like there are plenty of fucking people on YouTube who will start off a YouTube channel and they think that there are just a few steps they can take, like just a few perfect, they can just watch a few videos on how to tag their stuff and how to write descriptions and how fucking, to do thumbnails, yeah, do, how to do thumbnails and you know, to, to, to do everything they need to do to just immediately start getting thousands of views. And then they do that and they put in some sort of work and they upload their videos for like a month and they're not getting that much views at all. And they're like, what the fuck? I was doing everything these people were telling me to. Oh, fucking, you know, and they just want to quit. And it's like, well, here's the thing, man. First of all, nobody knows who you are, first of all. So nobody's going to be looking for your content. Second of all. You, you, your content might not be as good as you think it is. Like you may have done thumbnails and you may have wrote descriptions and tags and all that stuff to get the better SEO and stuff like that. But is your content good? Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Um, you know, just, are you promoting yourself properly? Are you, are you promoting your shit on social media? Are you doing that stuff? Like there's all these things that these people don't consider. Mm. Uh, And also sometimes it just takes fucking time. In fact, a good amount, in fact, uh, Harris Heller from Alpha, Alpha Gaming. Like, uh, he said this himself. He's like, dude, I didn't just start making this my living doing these kind of videos on YouTube or streaming on Twitch uh, because, you know, just because I just hit that sweet spot just right. It took him years yeah, to get to where he is. Yeah. Which, by the way, Alpha Gaming, uh, I would recommend two channels if you want to get into uh, 
making videos. Uh, watch Alpha Gaming uh, or Harris Heller, whatever you want want to. Harris to, Harris Heller Heller. Okay. So and then uh, he has an editor editor that works for him, uh, Sam Woodhall, who does a lot of good videos on like editing and stuff like that, uh, making thumbnails and all that stuff. Very good channels. Um, in fact, I watched their stuff more recently now, just just because I'm still trying to. Up, uh, up, up your my game. game yeah yeah so and they're they're sometimes things where i'll just i'll watch a video and i'm, I'm learning things I, I didn't even know about so i'm like oh i gotta apply that to my my shit next time yeah and that's what you need to do the fact of the matter is it, it, the, the the difference between someone who is super dedicated and someone who is not is a person who's not dedicated and is just destined for a nine to five is a person that will try something out for just a month or a few days or a week or whatever, and then they quit. Unrealistic. Yeah, because they have unrealistic expectations. <clears throat> Whereas a dedicated person might get disappointed at the the bad results, but they'll look because because again, sometimes the things you need to do and it's going to be uncomfortable. In fact, embrace discomfort because that's what separates someone who ends up succeeding. Versus not succeeding because you're going to have to make sacrifices and do things you you may not have thought you were going to have to do, but you got, you're going to have to do them. Mm. And the thing is a dedicated person that really is into their craft and wants to make it, they will look inwards and go, what am I not doing? Mm. What am I not doing in comparison to these other people? It, do my thumbnails suck? Do my titles and description, are they not really as good as I hoped they would be? Maybe I should learn how to do that better. I don't know. Or maybe my editing is not very good. Maybe my videos are not as well produced. You know, there's all, all these things they could learn. Or better yet, my maybe they just need to go to Fiverr and fucking or, or pay someone to make some logos or some shit. I don't know. Make their YouTube page pop out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You know, it's because, you know, it, learn your limitations, but also learn you learn the things that you need to learn in order to get to where you want to be and the fact that along the learning line as you were talking i was thinking about this you if you really love the thing you do mm -hmm. you you're never going to get a get to a point where you're just like i've learned everything i need to i'm good no you're always no. going to continue to to learn i mean like even as a tattoo artist i'm always i tend to try and have you know clients and tattoos that are a challenge for me because the fact that it is a challenge means I, I have to, you know, overcome certain um, issues as I'm composing the tattoo or doing the tattoo. And from these things, I I'm continually learning if, and I really look at it if like, if you, if you feel like, you know, you don't have to just con continue to learn more about the thing that you're interested in or the career that you're trying to have you might as well quit yeah because you know it's it's very important there's there's one there's no shortcuts no two you have to have dedication to your craft and three you have to be consistent at it and then you got to let go of these unrealistic expectations you can set goals mm -hmm. You know, you might be like, I got 800 followers. You know, my next, my goal is to get to a thousand. Right. You know, if you're sitting there going, I got 800 subscribers. Why don't I have a million? It's not fair. You know, this and that. That's not how it works. Right. And, and yes, yes. 
sometimes someone hits the lottery. And when I say that, mm -hmm. I'm talking about, you know, I, I grew up in Southern California, you know, L.A., Hollywood's out there. And there are Greyhound buses that stop downtown in, in Los Angeles or in Hollywood every day with young people getting off the bus and hoping to make it in movies. Yeah. And, you know, every once in a while, lightning strikes or someone's at the right place at the right time that that hit you know their their career suddenly takes off which is like going viral basically yeah um and that's it does happen but don't don't um you know hold on to the hope that that's gonna happen you know instead of doing what you need to do and putting in the work i mean it's it's literally it's literally the, again i say winning the lottery you know not paying attention to your finances and spending your money frivolously in the hope that you're going to win the lottery right don't do that you know that's that's a horrible way to approach life yeah. in general so also on the topic of uh, going viral and all that kind of shit um in fact uh the lottery example is a great example because uh there's always these stories that you'll read about these people that win the lottery. Mm -hmm. And then a few, uh, like, where are they now? Like a few years later, they're like oh, fucking doing, yeah. doing heroin in a dumpster. Or, or he's, something. he's working at uh, being a trash collector. Yeah. Like, or, or, or working or, at the IHOP or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they wasted all their money and didn't invest it yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and not sa same with going viral. Like, yeah, you can make that one video that just, hits the algorithm just right it's everything just lines up perfectly and they get millions of views they get millions of subscribers from it but i've seen this happen so many times where that happens to a youtube creator or just an internet person in general and then they try to ride that they try to try to ride that out or try to um capture that success again they just can't and they don't know why and it, 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 and I think part of that is just because when they see that, they kind of get complacent. So they're like, oh, well, clearly I'm just, I'm super good. And then they make another video and it's not good or, or it's just not as good as that viral hit that they had. And then they're wondering why their videos are not getting the same amount of views anymore. And it's like, well, dude, you, cause you became complacent. You thought, oh, well you hit the lottery. Now I, I can just. You know, spend Make, purposely yeah, and do whatever yeah. I want. Yeah. No, you have to fucking be on top of your shit. You you gotta, especially like with the lottery example. It's like, yeah, just because you got all that millions of dollars in the lottery, that doesn't mean you should just spend it on fucking a fucking mansion and so you know, uh, a Ferraris or or, or uh, Lamborghinis or whatever. You know, and just thinking that your money's not going to disappear, dude. Taxes come up. You're going to have to f fucking pay that shit. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, and, and not even just that, but it's like, dude, once you have the money, you need to find ways to keep it. Mm. And if you can't do that, well, that money's going to disappear. Yep. You know, so back to the, you know, uh, b you know, the example of um, being a creative and when, you know, uh, whether it's you or, you know, like, why are you the problem? You know, all that kind of shit. It's like. At the end of the day, it's like there's so many things you need to learn because, in fact, um, there's a saying that's like, uh, never be the master, always be the student. Mm. And it's true because uh, if you stop learning, 
and you stop learning how to make your shit better consistently, eventually there, you're going to f- notice that um, diminishing of returns where it's like you're not because you're not putting in the exact same amount of work to get to where you wanted to be. You're just not going to you're not going to see you're not going to see that growth. Yeah. It's, it's just going to stop and it's, it might even go down. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I don't know exactly where I was going with that. Um, <laughs> I, I I think you know what I'm trying to say, though. Yeah, yeah, I do. But yeah, and I think this is a, another one of our interesting conversations. Um, again, I'll say say it once more. The reason why you know I came up with this podcast, the Crook and Candle Podcast just basically was because I was a young artist, you know, I'm 50 years old. So when I was a young artist, there was no such thing as a podcast. Right. You know, if you wanted to learn something about art or you you might get a book or a biography on a certain artist and, you know, pour through it to try and find little hidden gems. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't, you know, that's, that's how you had to do it. And so I did this, for you guys out there, not only just because it's interesting artistic conversations and stuff, uh, which are interesting to listen to in, in and of themselves, but the aspect of bringing value to young artists or artists uh, that are striving to make um, a career out of mm-hmm. what they're doing. You know, I really wanted to give back. I wanted to offer the insights of a life spent as an artist Mm -hmm. um, because it's invaluable information. So what we're talking today about was, you know, taking personal stock of, you know, uh, who you are as an artist. And if, if maybe you're not doing the things that are necessarily going to, you know, make your career actually happen and, you know, don't get, I'd say, don't get discouraged being an artist is a long road it is not a it's 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 a marathon it's not a sprint you gotta you gotta learn to pace yourself you know you gotta learn to have the right mindset you have to continually uh attempt to grow and learn as a creative person and then you have to be dedicated and consistent about it if you do these things you will eventually get there and i'll tell you why I, and this is the last thing I was going to say. I know so many different artists who are not famous. Right. They're not famous. You know, people don't know who this person is in Japan or Australia or anything else. But they're winning because you get to talk to them. Same with, with me. Mm-hmm. They're like, I have a 20-year career. Mm-hmm. You know, every day when I get up to do what I do, it's something that I really enjoy doing. Um, I've taken on the business aspect of being a creative person. And, you know, I'm here. This is what I do. I'm living this way. I'm not sitting in a cubicle, you know. Yeah. In in, in a corporate environment, you know, that that sucks from my soul instead of, like, adds to my experience. Actually, now when you were saying that, um, yeah. uh, The thing is, you know, I think another thing, people have a problem with is like they they think success is uh being known by everybody and you know having like millions of social media followers or subscribers or you know like being an e-celeb or celebrity or whatever 
um, have your name on billboards and shit like that. It's like, well, no, it's like, I think the problem that people have is that they think they know what success is. And so they have this, uh, warped idea of what being successful is when reality, because to me, it's like, as far as I'm concerned, I know I'll be successful when I'm actually doing this shit for a living mm -hmm. and I'm doing it full time. Mm -hmm. That to me, success. Mm -hmm. To me, to be able to say, yeah, I'm doing, I'm making, I'm, I, what do I do for a living? I do video production for clients and I do a podcast on the side and I do my own YouTube channels. I make a few bucks here and there from that. And I'm doing this full time. I'm a creative person as a full time job. Mm -hmm. And uh, to me, that's success. Yeah. You know, and I think people, what people need to do is they need to kind of, change their thought process and what success is yeah, re kind of reframe reframe it because because yeah. yeah like would it be nice to be a fucking multi-billionaire or maybe uh, i well I, I couldn't say whether that would be a good thing because because i i would probably be a little nervous about being a billionaire because <laughs> i would have a target on my back i would feel yeah yeah but um but to be you know successful and like have millions of dollars and stuff like that yeah sure that'd be cool yeah but to me, that's not necessarily what success is. Success isn't the money. Mm -hmm. It's the ability to do what you want to do and have the freedom to do what you want to do constantly year after year. And it's going to grow. Like people who are successful, they don't eventually just rest on their laurel. No. They want more success. They want to continue. Right. They want to grow. So once you learn that, you realize... I'm in the same boat as you, even though I have a, a creative career. Right. I still, to this day, because like I said, I want to be a painter. Mm -hmm. I want to paint oil paints and I want to sell them for big money. You know, that's been my dream since I've been a kid. I have not attained that. But I don't say to myself, I'm not successful or I'm not successful enough or whatever. I am successful. And that, that, vision for myself that goal for myself to uh to eventually have a life where i'm i'm just a painter mm -hmm. you know i am an actual visual artist that does oils on canvases that has been my goal and it continues to be my goal and every day i take one step one and then another step eventually you know you could be lost in a forest and you can't see, you know that you got to get through this forest to get to the town. You can't see the town. Right. And you can be walking and you can't see the town. You don't, as long as you know you're going in the right direction, you don't worry about the fact that you can't see the end result. Mm -hmm. You just take one more step yeah. every day you will eventually get there mm -hmm. which is the goal mm -hmm. so with that i think we're gonna yeah i think this is a perfect time to end the podcast in the podcast thanks for listening you guys we are crook and candle you can find us anywhere you listen to your podcasts and we're also on youtube and you get to see our very handsome faces <laughs> um but we look forward to our next uh podcast and you know if you'd like to reach out to us or give us any feedback you know again we're on social media facebook instagram so if you want to send us a dm or make any kind of comments 
We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. Follow us on social media. All the links to all of that stuff is down in the description below. And with that, we are out. We will see you next week. Peace. Peace.